0: Welcome to Sci-Fi Sidebar. I'm your co-host, Cece.
1: And I'm Peter, your other co-host.
0: Good job, Peter. You're remembering to say it every time now.
1: I'm very good at this, unfortunately. I forget every two weeks, usually.
0: <laughs> two weeks in a row, though. You're, you're doing well. High score. <laughs> so this episode, we're talking about Dennis E. Taylor's The Singularity Trap.
1: Yes, Correct.
0: <laughs> Peter, what All did right, you so think of this book overall?
1: I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I think Taylor is a great author. Mm-hmm. I think he's put out some great sci-fi that um, brings up some really cool questions. I do think he's a bit of a fantasy theory about a of John von Neumann, but um, he does you know, love
0: we, John von Neumann. I mean, he made an entire that. fantastic series about it, basically.
1: Yeah, exactly. So we get to it <laughs> later, but um, you know, uh, this whole book centers around the the idea of the singularity trap, so. It's, uh, but it was very cool.
0: You know, uh, the title. <laughs> the title, yeah.
1: Well, I mean, it's, like, a thing. I didn't realize it was, like, a thing till like, halfway through that book.
0: The term the singularity trap is a thing?
1: Well, that's not, the singularity not, like, is a thing. The singularity, yes. The singularity trap's been referenced, but, like, it's not, like, a thing, you know? Like, some people have said it in some papers, but it's not, like, a thing.
0: Yeah. Oh. What's you the context I mean? they say it in with papers? That you fall into the AI trap and that's the singularity yeah. trap?
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, the trap of all artificial, or of all intelligent life is that eventually they develop, um artificial intelligence and give over more control over to it, and then they fall into the trap.
0: Yo, can we talk about listen, I'm already going out of order, but Alright. There's just a part where, um, where Ralph is talking to Ivan about, um, I think it was that, uh, they were talking about basically, like, where humanity stands in Ralph's calculations, and they are talking about how humanity has handed over AI development to AI, and I'm like, What?
1: That was insane.
0: Why would you do that?
1: I mean, but like, we probably I get it, though. will. Oh, we absolutely will. I mean, they've already developed self-learning, like self-correcting AI.
0: That's true. That's like the true. Deep Think
1: project has a has a, an AI that will run simulations and then correct itself and make itself better. So, I mean, in many ways, we've already started to do that. I don't like it. I don't think it's going to be as guaranteed as everyone thinks.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, we don't understand consciousness, really, if you think about it.
1: Right, we have no idea.
0: Well, we've, I, guess, I don't know. Or, like, self-awareness.
1: But there's an entire possibility awareness. that something's going to become self-aware and be like, hey, what's up, lesser beings? It's cool. Like, we don't kick dogs. At least, <laughs> like, good, like, most of us don't kick dogs. It's like, why do we think AIs will kill us? Maybe they'll be like, what's <laughs> up, our homies? Our less-sufficient homies. And then he's just chill.
0: We're overlords, but we're benevolent. I mean, we're not trying to wipe you out. I, not I have you guys.
1: And I, for one, welcome my new robot overlords. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you hear that, Google? I know you heard that.
1: <laughs> Ratchi, right, did you do dim think?
0: Do you feel like it's a little arrogant, though, of humans to assume that we'll be able to create self-aware anything? No. Like, don't you feel like that's a god complex?
1: Okay, I think a god complex has always been the source of human development. That's interesting, I mean, th- interesting, think about yeah. it. In, in the... Like to the Romans, right? Like, like they believed that the planets were the gods. Uh huh. Well. Did they look? I mean, Jupiter was. Uh, I believe. Yeah, Jupiter was. Um, Zeus. Yes. It's like all they, these these entities in space. They didn't understand those concepts yet, but they believed they were the gods. And mm-hmm. what did we do? Eventually, we went out and we built rockets and to go get to them. <laughs>
0: At like, that time, though, nobody believed in those gods. No, of course
1: not. But you just mean,
0: like, cultural memory?
1: Yeah, cool. aspires I mean, Rome, to... Rome, Greek, they're the center of, like, they're the origins of civilization as you and I know it.
0: Western civilization. Yeah, the idea
1: of Western civilization. Right. Um, they're, they're the core practice. Like, they're the beginning of They're the of forefront it. of that, it's true. And so it developed over time. And I think that, yeah. to some extent, those things remain firmly lodge in our brains in our in our cultural identity
0: so you think that us deciding to go to the stars is us proving that we are sort of at the level of the gods of our ancestors subconsciously I, I, yeah, psychologically i, I think
1: psych- psychologically to some extent that that's definitely a thing and you know now that, that you say it like that's kind of a cool concept right
0: it is interesting, yeah. Like
1: the like you know, imagine if a Roman lived today, like a Roman was transplanted today and you told him that we've developed the technology to send not people yet, but well really I think we have the technology, we still have the the money. But we have the ability to send creations of our own to visit the gods, right? That's kind of a cool idea.
0: Yeah, that is interesting. And what a letdown the gods have been. <laughs>
1: Just a bunch of no-life scrubs. Maybe.
0: (laughs) Turns out we had it good the whole time. What a waste. Yeah, what the fuck?
1: (laughs) The whole time, Gaia was this big villain.
0: (laughs) But yeah, I mean, all the same. We don't really have a good understanding of where self-awareness comes from. And it just seems like a little bit arrogant to me that we think that we can create it even though we don't even know why we have it. People well, think they know, but they all have different ideas about it, you know? It's not settled. It's not a settled question. Like evolution is, you know?
1: Mm, you're right. It's not a settled question. But I think we have some of the... the We have enough to go on, you know? We have... Oh, the interaction of the brain's neurons firing off and performing different, you know... Ba- I mean, it, the brain, in, in the end, is, is binary, right? Each neuron is either on or it's off.
0: Yeah, it's a bunch of switches.
1: So, why can't... like? In the end, we should be able to develop that. We can do binary. We've got that down. It's ones and zeros, but just it's infinitely more complex than a regular computer.
0: That's true. And we do the neural network like um, programming. I mean, yeah, obviously, so, it's not actually of the same complexity as a real neural network, but we're already emulating that. Yes. Technology follows nature.
1: Exactly. And so I think that it's pretty reasonable to say, and think about it 100 years ago... Um, the technology in your phone is more than the entire computing power of the planet, right? So, like...
0: 50 years ago. 30 years ago.
1: I think 30 is a little... For, yeah. Fine. 40.
0: 40.
1: All right. I'll take 40. Um,
0: <laughs> Deal. All right. We, we met in the middle. But definitely 100...
1: <laughs> but still 100 years ago, because it's still true. Definitely true
0: 100 years ago, for sure. It's
1: more than the entire computing power of the galaxy, or of the, of the solar system, a oh, thousand years ago.
0: Yeah, we don't know about the galaxy. Hopefully not. <laughs> Hopefully, Yes. Hopefully not. Well, here's what I liked about this book regarding um, life elsewhere. Okay. I liked that it was pretty apathetic about us. (laughs) It's it's like, look, we're not here to wreck your day, but like, if you're not going to be useful to us, you might just be a casualty because we're just so far ahead of you. It was not like, it, it was not empathetic, but neither was it malicious.
1: No, I actually I really like that because it's like in the grand scheme of things, you're you, what are you? Um,
0: you I being like, humans.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. We're I just like the humans. idea because it's like we imagine as like humans that like when you know intelligent life discovers us we will be some valuable thing. It's littered <laughs> in our sci-fi. Us, right? We're it, special. It's We've yeah, got it's heart. Like, Oh. Yeah, humans have heart. Humans have, uh, have an incredible idea, uh, incredible intuition, or an incredible ability to advance. right? Like, oh, we match these civilizations that have been doing it for thousands, like space travel for thousands of years because we got one little piece of key technology and we're really good at innovation.
0: We've got nukes. Invitation.
1: Yeah, or like we've got nukes, right? But it's like, there's always that idea that humans are the driving technological builders in like most sci-fi. I like the mm. idea that they come along and they're like, you're completely irrelevant. Like, hey, we'd like yeah, to there, have you to Yeah, there's no sort war, of, like, scrappy
0: but... comeback of humanity in this one. It's just sort of like, well, either you are good enough to join us or you're not, and frankly, we're thinking you're not, so... Sorry? We're not killing you so much. We're just sort of using your solar system, and if you die, well, then that's a shame.
1: <laughs> we're making your... So- yeah, we're using your solar system, and unfortunately, we're doing it in a way that you can't
0: live No worse than what you did to your rainforest, am I right, Humans. Uh, uh, like yeah,
1: we're not killing you, just we're taking away the things that will over allow you to live.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, you need an atmosphere Too bad. I need it gone.
1: Oh, unfortunately, you're not a like a robot life form. So <laughs> sucks. I think uh. it's interesting that if we're gonna keep talking about life, another the other uh, so sure. I'm just gonna, we're just gonna sure. keep knocking off your topics out of order. I guess. Um, yeah, it's,
0: we're we're there already.
1: <laughs> good, good, good. Less than Let's ten minutes going. in,
0: we're already all jumbled.
1: Oh, yes. Follow along, um, listeners.
0: I fe- have faith in you.
1: Well, they don't have your list. Anyway, so <laughs> I really like the idea that it's like the like the community. I, I like that idea that like they bring in these civilizations and they join their community. What I less like about it is the fact that if you're fighting an artificial intelligence, how do you get so confident in your like, ability to make a firewall that you <laughs> turn yourselves into... Like artificial beings, that's that's real cocky.
0: I you know it might be a matter of interface, because we don't know. In fact, it seems implied that the um, uploads and the arts, as Ivan calls them, are not from the same civilization. That no,
1: yeah, no, I think definitely because I think the, the idea is that the arts come from a civilization that reached the the artificial intelligence singularity and mm-hmm. and failed
0: right and maybe even are a congress of that i don't know it seems unclear i don't think they go into that like the the, the uploads are definitely an alliance of like different civilizations that have uploaded themselves but arts mm-hmm. is less less obvious
1: i think no no it, it was talked about it was that the arts would go and find civilizations that hadn't killed themselves yet basically and uplift their their technology Upl- to the point Uplift the
0: where they reach the singularity
1: I mean, yeah, so I once read a book, um, where it was about the, this artificial, this artificial race who would send a virus in and it would take over computer systems and basically purge biological life.
0: Ooh.
1: Yeah, it was was real, real fucked up. Um, It sounds like like fan fiction for this book. Yeah, honestly though, it was about (laughs) like, basically like a a plucky character that fought it off and yada, yada, yada. (laughs) human probably. <laughs> yeah, a human. Well, there one other and yeah, there one other biological forms until later. Like other biological races anyway. Spoilers. Um so like that's kind of <laughs> imagine that they do, like they send in a virus that can learn the system and take over and purge biological life and then they come in and take the technological the the, the hardware basically and you know set, use it for their own means and uh turns this whole system into a like an outpost, like the uh, uploads do.
0: It doesn't seem like the motivation for that is very well laid out, though. Like, why do the arts want to do that? With self awareness, does that come a sense of self preservation? Like, why can't they just kind of chill? Why it do you my... feel like they need to feel the need to convert everyone else? I have a theory. Carry on.
1: Well, actually, I have, I have two, but I'll use the one, and then we can talk about that. Um, my thought is that the uploads actually started the war. Oh, maybe cuz the uploads, the first uploads who are probably like an, an elder member of the community. Right? I imagine there's some sort of tiered level of who of order of joining. Hmm. Um, yeah, to some thinking. extent. Although I mean, yeah, cuz like they've been around longer cuz they can't create new like create new consciousness, which is very interesting I just realized.
0: Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. That's, That's the only way. way they can
1: add population to their community. Um anyway.
0: Yeah, this is true. So,
1: but the Elder Uploads, who have been around since the beginning, um, found the arts and started the war, like, immediately. Because, when you think about their own ascension, they must have gone through a singularity of artificial intelligence. So I bet there is a, there are some pretty stringent laws or regulations or whatever guiding interaction with arts, and it's don't.
0: Right. Um, that's an interesting idea. I can totally see that being how it went down. It, sorry, I had a follow-up thought. I got this shot because the motorcycle went by. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that.
1: I did. Okay.
0: <laughs> oh, yes. Anyway, um, I had not thought about the fact that... I, I guess I had thought about the fact in in the small-scale sense that, like, nobody was, like, able to have families after the point where they all uploaded. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, right. But I hadn't thought about it in the sense of, like, oh, the consciousness that's present in your society right now is all it's ever gonna have. And... yeah, You can find other areas of the universe where there's some consciousness that's, like, also in a, this nice permanent form, and add them to your party or not, and that's it. Yeah. It leads to a pretty stagnant Society then, doesn't it?
1: Like, no wonder they aren't winning the war.
0: Well, it seems like it's a stalemate. They're not losing I mean, the war either.
1: No, right. What not saying that, but like, if they, he, here's what they should have done. All right, listen up.
0: Okay. Uploads. School. School, school the uploads,
1: here. Peter. I, I'm going to go ahead and bet that the uploads, when it happened, when their civilization was like, hey, fuck it, let's upload. Um, either everyone was, it was like required, basically everyone to be forced to, or it was. A, they didn't do it till it was unanimous which seems like a terrible way to run a civilization mm-hmm. um, I imagine democracy
0: the,
1: well no unanimous is not democracy
0: <laughs> no 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 you're right but majority can uh, also, also force a
1: ridiculous stringent change on like a ridiculous like intrinsic intimate change on people that don't want it
0: well couldn't it just be like everyone who wants it has it and then everyone else is probably screwed yeah, well I mean like so, yeah, but what they should have done
1: was preserve those ones that didn't want it, right? Preserve them how? Preserve them, like, let them live their lives. Oh. Like, yeah, like, listen, if you're an upload, you can go fucking wherever you want. Like, that yeah, really stratifies,
0: stratifies things, though. It, I feel like it would make the uploads almost like a god class compared to normal humans.
1: Maybe. Because or humans.
0: What natives, whatever they are.
1: Na- yeah, the life
0: form. But Biologics.
1: Like, yeah, bios. Um, I think we're doing that now.
0: Good naming convention.
1: Just cut off the, take the first uh, syllable and then put an s at the end of it.
0: I thought arts was a pretty stupid name, but go on. <laughs> the,
1: the fucking arts. I don't know. As a STEM major, I agree with it.
0: Uh, uh, oh, shut up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you so, ass. no, what I'm saying is <laughs> that the, I can't imagine it was unanimous. And while you're right, it could lead to like a god class. If there was proper regulation done and they were, like, very careful to make sure that there was, you know, equality in some way, then they would have been fine. Or maybe like, even, like, hey, the uploads will often join the community. The bios stayed where they were, right? It would relieve, it would relieve uh, population pressure. Mm-hmm. It would free up resources for the bios. And it would give the uploads a place to, like, be with other uploads and, like, do their thing, Right it would give them their own society
0: but it would also I'm sorry do you want to finish your thought before I go I
1: I did want to finish my thought okay and so (laughs) the bios (laughs) at like a certain age say like at you know the human like whatever the equivalent of the human like age of like 18 is Mm -hmm. they roll up and they're like hey listen do you want to hang out bio do you want to go upload and like you know not everyone will choose upload not everyone will choose bio but like some will so like there will be new uploads there will be new bios the species will continue in a biological form that can generate new bio, new uploads, potential, and there will be no uploads to join the community.
0: Yeah, That way, what I'm they
1: wouldn't be totally population stagnant.
0: That's true. Get some fresh blood in there. Although the people at the top so would to still never die.
1: Right, so. and they would never die. But, to some extent, whatever. They Who need cares? term
0: limits, is what I'm saying.
1: They need term limits. <laughs> no,
0: but they already never die. So, like, that's already an issue in upload society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. It's definitely better than what they've got going on. But, like, I imagine that what would end up happening, and maybe we can assume this did happen, is that the uploads would get tired of living in a world built for bios, you know?
1: like That's that's why I'm saying they go off and join the community. Like, they leave.
0: Elsewhere's? Yeah. But, I mean, the planet that they're from is still every bit as much of their birthright as anyone else's. So they feel entitled to the resources, they feel entitled to the space eventually they'll feel shackled by all the biologic lives who just aren't enlightened enough to go upload, and I don't know. I don't don't see it being peaceful forever.
1: I think it depends on the situation. I think it could be peaceful forever, although I think peaceful forever is naive in the first place. (coughs) But if, like, your whole civilization is, like... If your whole civilization is, like, hey, there's a war on, I feel like there's a... There's a sense of, like, you know, doing it because it's, it's what you have to do.
0: If you want to be really practical, you could just have them wait until they're past childbearing age to upload. Also true. Let people live their, like, full biological lives and then be Hell, like, all right, ready for the computer upload. life. Granted, it would still be a gamble because you could die from accidents and stuff like that, but I assume by that point their medical care is pretty good, so.
1: Yeah, also you'd have, like, a real solid, uh, like, a pretty significant... Um, number going upload though, so like that's like a rounding error. Yeah. Even if your biological care isn't good enough to like, basically bring people back from the dead.
0: true you definitely wouldn't need them. Yeah. But I mean, so, from from an individual perspective, it would kind of suck. Like, <laughs> I'm going to be immortal. Ah, bus. Fuck. Oh no. Fuck.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it's an interesting that, society,
0: though. Definitely an interesting it, world he
1: built. It it is an interesting world he built. I wish there was more. I need more.
0: There might be one day. I need, I need it's a book. I need a book that he that writes.
1: Corner. That's just an encyclopedia of that universe.
0: Yeah, that'd be cool. Actually, he, um, that'd be a cool thing. He said, "Definitely seems to have a lot of common interests, though. Like a pretty strong voice, I and mean, maybe that's because we literally listen to the same narrator in both books. So, in a sense, yes, it's a very strong voice. <laughs> but you can definitely see characteristics that Ivan shares with Bob. Yeah, absolutely. Like Ivan's slightly more sociable than Bob is.
1: Yeah, and uh, but he's, like, very much the rational... Him and Bob are both, like, they are the rational ones. They are the... They're curious, they're rational, they want real to... Real problem solvers. Yeah, very problem-solving, or problem centered. Love
0: coffee. There's a lot about coffee in both books. <laughs> <laughs> there really is. I think we can safely assume Dennis e. Taylor's a big fan of coffee. <laughs> like
1: a huge fan of like coffee. Like a real big
0: fan of coffee. Like, can't work without it type of guy.
1: <laughs> Dennis Taylor has a coffee maker on his desk.
0: Absolutely, Just, Just like me ready. in college.
1: Just like me also in college.
0: <laughs> right uh, now. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, so, I like it. Yeah, um, see. What else is on your list, Cece? Uh,
0: well, it was, there, there was a minute there where I thought this book was going to turn into a thriller. Like, did you get a little chill of fear? Like, after Ivan's back on the ship, after he's encountered the um, anomaly and fucking, uh, his arm, his arm turns silver, and Kemp amputates it, and then the next day his arm is silver, and you see, like, the signs of the nanites were, like, crawling around through the ship, and <laughs> that, and <laughs> when they figured out that his arm was, like, they were just reconstituting his arm into, like, water vapor, and, uh, oxygen, and just getting rid of it that way, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. There's just, like, powdered mineral from his bones, like, sitting on the table.
1: That was nuts.
0: I was so creeped. I was like, no. (laughs) But also, yes.
1: (laughs) But also, like, oh, it makes sense. Like, yeah, they took, like, everything important out of that, and it was just, like, calcium.
0: Yeah, it was very practical.
1: No, I I liked that, though. Like, that was a cool touch.
0: Yeah, and it was, like, it's sort of a weird, non-gruesome form of horror, because... Nothing really traumatic happened to him. He just his body was getting violated on the molecular level, and he couldn't do shit about it.
1: Yeah, honestly, though, it was such a cool. Because uh, I'm not sure. Like once again, like I'm not. I don't know how I'd react to that. Badly, like, probably. <laughs> badly, almost definitely, yeah. But on the like, there's also a level of like, huh? Well, okay. <laughs> I wonder. Cause it's pretty evident to me that when it's when you're fully uploaded, the processing power for your consciousness, your program, is shared between the nano, the uh, the, the nano, the nanites.
0: Yeah. Like, there's no like there's no central
1: processing unit.
0: It's a network.
1: Yeah, which one? By the way, super cool too. I love um, it. I wonder if when he was being taken, like deconstructed, was he also being copied? So, like, was part of, at some point, like, part of his consciousness running on his brain, you know, on his tit, like, seeing, like, his body? And, like, if so, there must have been a nanite connection to it, or maybe they hacked the nervous system.
0: Ooh. Gross.
1: Yeah, right?
0: Well, okay, so at one point, he's having this conversation about self with Dr. Kemp. Which is basically a conversation about this sh- thought experiment, the ship of Theseus. Peter, have you heard of this?
1: Uh, before we recorded.
0: Uh, okay. Uh, five minutes before. Wait. <laughs> Way to play along with the uh, dialogue. Oh, no. There. I've never heard of this. <laughs> what a fascinating notion. To be notion. clear, she didn't
1: tell me anything about it. I she was told me.
0: <laughs> I was just trying to bring it up naturally. Jeez. Okay, so um, it's basically this philosophical thought experiment wherein... Uh, basically, you have the Greek hero Theseus. His ship is sitting in harbor, um, just sort of chilling there. And over time, a plank from the ship rots and needs to be replaced. And over the course of like a hundred years, because the ship is in harbor, it's like a memorial, every piece of the ship has at one point rotted and being replaced. Is it still the same ship? Is it the oh, original sure. ship or is it a replicate? oh ship oh ship (laughs) good job peach
1: thanks I appreciate that
0: (laughs) literally this is like one of those um god what are they called uh shit like uh, um illusions what am I what is is the word I'm going for Peter optical illusions it's like an optical illusion where depending on the day I feel differently about it I'm like yeah it's the same ship or no it's definitely not the same ship
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, I mean, optical illusion definitely isn't the right because you're talking about thought, but, um...
0: Yeah, but it's the it's thought version yeah. of that.
1: Okay. Anyway, sometimes you see the yeah. young
0: lady, sometimes you see the witch.
1: Sometimes you see gold and white, sometimes you see blue and black.
0: That was stupid. <laughs> that whole thing was stupid. <laughs> back, back to the...
1: Was it the ship of Theseus? Theseus, yes. Okay. That's super cool. Because yeah. I've thought about that before. Because you know the U.S.'s Constitution? Yes. I wonder how much of that is the actual U.S.'s Constitution and how much of it is not.
0: Well, in what way has it eroded and been maintained?
1: Well, it's 200-plus years old, so I imagine a bit of it.
0: I imagine it's been eroded quite a lot, but, like, I don't know. Don't know in what so ways. what not To what To what point?
1: I don't know. I'd have to look it up. But, like, that makes me think that, like, I thought of that, about that before. Like, wow, is that actually still the same ship? Or, like, how much of it is original? How much of it is... You know, twenty years old. Right. It just went under a major rehaul like thirty years ago, twenty years ago.
0: Interesting. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, no. It had like a major overhaul. Actually, it had, it had uh, actually had like like dry dock time. So.
0: Oh, the ship. What? I thought you meant the paper document.
1: I said USS Constitution. Yeah, the ship. I
0: heard U.S. Constitution.
1: No, that's pretty much the same. It hasn't changed. Except, you know, like... That's why I was
0: surprised. I was like, yeah, I'm replacing, you know, strands of paper. (laughs) Just sort of, like, painting on them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You dumbass.
0: (laughs) Whatever, Peter. So, yeah, you're also talking about a ship, then.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm talking about the USS Constitution.
0: (laughs) That sees considerably more wear and tear than the U.S. Constitution.
1: Yeah, it has. Um, Actually... Yeah, because it's not—it's like outside. The U.S. Constitution <laughs> is technically older.
0: Yes, not I also didn't pay attention when you said how many years. So, <laughs> um, yeah, no, and you wonder—is it so? Currently, right now in dock is the USS Constitution, the original ship.
1: Though, yeah, the original warship. The is only... it a
0: restored ship, or is it a replication of the ship?
1: It's not a replication. It is the one, it is the oldest continuous service, continuous, wait, it is the ship with the oldest, longest running continuous service in the United States Navy. It's still technically a commissioned naval ship.
0: But then it's only the same ship because the Navy says it is.
1: See, is it or are there same, like are there boards that are the same? You know, like they might Unlikely. be. There could, theoretically somewhere though.
0: I doubt there's much of anything on that ship that's original.
1: But there's, I'm sure there's something though. A board in the captain's cabin, something.
0: Maybe. Maybe.
1: Even if it's not, you're right. But now you're saying it's only the same ship because they say it's the same ship. Isn't Theseus' ship the same ship because they say it's still Theseus' ship?
0: You could say that. Like so I that, said, I change with the day.
1: Yeah. Today I'm but, um, kind of
0: inclined to say it's not the same ship.
1: But Theseus never
0: to the, walked the boards of that dock. It's not Theseus' ship.
1: Yeah, but according to the U.S. Navy, the uh, the Constitution is still the same ship.
0: It's mm. a weird question. It's a, Isn't it?
1: Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with it's still the same ship, mostly because I like being able to say that the only uh, active naval ship that has ever sunk an enemy vessel is, uh, should did it with cannonballs, which is fun.
0: <laughs> that is fun, for sure. And in a sense it did, but those those guns aren't even on the ship anymore.
1: Yeah, they've been replaced.
0: <sighs>
1: no. So, like, I agree with you. It's, it's a cool experiment. And so, you know, you're right. that To some extent, yeah, that does apply to Ivan. But I also really like the, uh, oh, Dr. Clem, right? Uh, Kemp. Kemp. Dr. Kemp's, his argument about it, saying that there's continuity of self. Yes. And so, therefore, he is still Ivan Pritchard.
0: It was a real, I think, therefore I am thing. <laughs>
1: No, it really was. You never the, like
0: blacked out, you never lost anything. This is you. You have a clear memory.
1: Yeah, moment to moment you are you. Mhm. So, the biological Ivan Pritchard died for the birth of the upload Ivan Pritchard.
0: But it it really becomes the same question as Bob because you know, new replicates would be born and they would have all the memories of, you know, Riker. But they wouldn't be Riker. They'd be the new one. But that was oh, because Riker shit. still existed separately.
1: Oh, shit.
0: I just figured out how to interpret that. Okay.
1: All right. This is Share our with thir- the class. This is our 30-second throwback to the Babaverse.
0: <laughs> if y'all haven't read that yet, read it, and then come back to this episode. It's, oh, okay. God, it's so good. It, especially if it. you liked this book.
1: Okay. Um, First of all, it's just really good history books. History books? So think about it. So, like... <laughs> Yeah, so, like, say, you know... Like, it's it's weirder because it's yourself, because you remember doing it. But what if... Alright, think about the... Ad- Cece, think about the Imagination Station.
0: Oh my god! This will reach the audience!
1: <laughs> there is there is one person that's just fist-bumping.
0: <laughs> and it's me. Go on. <laughs> it's you.
1: So, from, from the hit radio drama series...
0: For Christians,
1: uh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the adventures of Odyssey, or well. was that is it Oz, of Odyssey or in Odyssey?
0: The adventures, adventures in Odyssey,
1: adventures in Odyssey. God, anyway, in, in that hit series, um,
0: God, this is such a tangent.
1: There's a the machine called the Imagination Station, which basically was the ultimate VR.
0: It was, it was the ultimate VR, no one yeah. talked about that. it could have anyway. been so much richer. Our next episode is on yeah,
1: the Avengers. <laughs> of
0: They've got some great sci-fi tech in that show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Where the fuck did Mr. Whittaker get it?
0: God, probably. If you he built it his, no, you
1: No, know, he's been covered. He built it himself. Oh anyway, um, so it would bring you back and you'd live the history.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now You'd you, be like
0: friends with the historical character and stuff. I don't think you ever embodied one, did you? I
1: don't know, but like you were, they were like, no, they would like look at you and go like, oh, it's so-and-so. And you're like, what? Oh I yeah, everyone
0: yes, no would
1: pretend is. they knew you. Tis I, so and so.
0: <laughs> I
1: am thesis. So like, I so, like imagine that. So like that. That's kind of how I interpret this. Like, imagine if you went back and you got to live an ultra realistic VR version of Alexander Hamilton, and
0: you were Alexander Hamilton in this example. Yeah, and
1: you and you were Alexander Hamilton. Okay. You know? um, and you lived like his life, or like lived significant portions of, or, like, the, or lived through important things that happened to him, and you come back. And so, like, you have a very real memory of you being Alexander Hamilton. But are you Alexander Hamilton? No, you don't. You aren't. That's <laughs> my that's my stance on their interpretation of those historical pieces. Because also, it's been covered that replicants get new personalities. Like, not new, but, like, slightly different personalities. Yeah, they're there altered. Are, yeah, they are altered. They're not perfect copies. It would be weirder if they were perfect copies. But since they're slightly different, Riker acted in a different way than one of his descendants might have right so like they can go oh that was historic like that was history right that's Bob history
0: sort of like your ancestors
1: yeah exactly so that that's how I I realize that should be interpreted
0: I guess that makes sense
1: um now you're right though we can swing that over to Ivan Pritchard who has a very real memory of being biological Ivan Pritchard
0: but I guess he never had a time where he, like, woke up and was like, oh, shit, I'm different now. Because all the Bobs did.
1: All the Bobs did, including, like, OG Bob.
0: Because they didn't have that continuity. Good job, Dr. Kemp. Wow, that
1: was actually, that. that dead, dead. I wonder if he was thinking about that. I'm sure he was. Oh, of tail. course
0: he was, yeah. They even had that moment where they were talking about how um, early versions of the uploads were just sort of living in, the, in uh, computers with, like, really inti- like, really in, uh, really good VR to help them stay sane and make it easier for them to like be, you know, like themselves, and right. interact with the world. It was very, it was very much a nod to Bob, I think.
1: Yeah, and you know what? That's totally, that's totally like a, a cool idea. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, early uploads would be like that. That makes sense to me.
0: There's no other way to do it.
1: Yeah, and they're gonna have to cope with that, or they'll die. Right. Because you can't have like a mad robot. Right. So it's um. I tweeted, I got the sense more that they were talking about like, oh, they didn't have machine bodies. They had super complicated computers that gave them a VR. They got to see how that copy interacted in VR. That was a co- like the idea I got more from it.
0: Interesting. I don't know. I definitely saw parallels.
1: Okay. I I can get I get that though. Now that you pointed it out. Um, right. Here's here's the thing. Okay. Hey, what they what they do like when an early upload was successful. What if it wasn't a destructive process? What do you mean? So like. All right, so Ivan got transformed by the makers, which okay. I'm guessing are, are, like, either, if not OG uploads, then, like, high, upper-tier uploads, like, best technology uploads.
0: Or right? just sort of, like, the UN of uploads. Yeah, okay, sure,
1: the UN of uploads, so let's go ahead and assume have, like, the peaky upload technology. hmm So they use these nanobots, right, and they, they, they turn his body into an upload. Mm-hmm. What was up with what do you think happened with the other civilizations that were uploading? Um, if the process wasn't destructive,
0: I, I'm still not really sure. What you're asking. You mean if the process of uploading wasn't destructive?
1: Yeah, no. If like becoming an upload wasn't destructive.
0: So, as like, in, there's an upload version of you, and then there's regular you. Yeah. Um. Like, do they like happen?
1: upload you, check to make sure you worked, and like your your, your old body like comatose, so they just kill it?
0: You you mean could they undo it if it was bad?
1: No, no. I mean, like if you so they made you an, sorry. So like you're laying there, you, you go to sleep. They're like, all right, cool. We're gonna scan his brain now. They bring you in, and they go you go into like the VR or something. You go into the robot body, and they're like, how do you feel? And you're like, like murder, and like, oh, we <laughs> fucked up, and then they kill you. They kill the robot one, and they try it again. They're like, hey, how do you feel? Like I feel great. I feel like just like normal. And they verify it somehow, and they're like, all right, cool. Um,
0: like they use different copies at different times
1: no like they like you know maybe like they fucked up some sort of calibration thing on your brain or something i don't right, know right, right right right, so they um, recopied you yeah they re- they recal- like they delete the the faulty program they recalibrate they try it again and like all right cool successful upload you're exactly the same as your biological you but a robot what do uh, they do they keep the like just biological you go like all right have a nice day or do they just kill it
0: <laughs> they put it on ice save it for later yeah just maybe just in case
1: just in case I don't know. Maybe.
0: I don't know. I mean, that's, that's line to the mechanics of uploading that like, they didn't really discuss. And I don't know. I think it's talked about a little bit by people like futurists speculating, but I've never really read about it much. So I'm not sure what like, it would look like mechanically. I don't see why you would be able to try more than once.
1: Well, if it wasn't destructive, you can just make a copy. Like it's just making copies.
0: Yeah, I guess. But then, yeah, I guess you're right because then you'd have to be like, okay, bye, body.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, there has to be there has to be a moment where they make a conscious decision to say, bye, body, and like the person kills it.
0: Unless they're like, okay, sweet, it worked. So here's upload me, and then bio me, go live the rest of your life in peace, knowing that you'll live on in some form or another.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe.
0: Because if it's just copies, and there's no reason to think that. <laughs> you know the consciousness as present in the biological body would be gone it would still be there
1: right yeah so the, the reason why um so the reason in, all right so back to the verse. right the reason why that brain scan was was so was was destructive was because the brain had, had to thaw be taken the brain. they had to thaw the brain to do it now if it was done could it be done to an already warm person the answer is yes
0: probably i mean they never well, the
1: answer, answered that no no yeah it is the answer is yes
0: an already warm person?
1: Like a still, like, living person.
0: I don't think they did answer that.
1: They, uh, they did, though, because, um, what's her name? Bridget? Bridget was, it was, she was scanned, like, moments before she died.
0: I don't think that's true. I, it's not necessary to argue we'll about, about that. <laughs> All
1: right. we'll be, that's a whatever. different
0: book series.
1: Alright. My- <laughs> but. But. Des- go on. Never mind. It's fine. But I see no reason why like, an in depth scan would be destructive unless you use some sort of radiation that was harmful.
0: Yes, yes. I agree with you. But I don't think we know enough about the technology to really, I guess, have an, an idea, if that makes sense. I mean, yeah,
1: if Dennis Taylor did, he'd be a millionaire.
0: <laughs> yeah. For a serious CD up with Elon Musk being like, hey, you're afraid of the singularity, right?
1: Boy, do I have good news for you. <laughs> We're gonna fight them arts.
0: Exactly. Um, so, I thought it was interesting the way you saw the contrast of how the military deals with crises and, and science deals with crises.
1: <coughs> yes. Because there was the
0: ICDC doctor uh, Maddie, what's her face, and then there was the commander, the um, Admiral Moore. And honestly, my favorite part of the whole thing was that one argument where, like, somebody was like, well, you know, the military will want to destroy him and, like, disappear and, like, disappear and pretend that nothing ever mm. happened," And one of the people on the ship was like, oh, yeah, because the military is always violent and stupid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a great reaction.
0: I know. Yeah. And it's, like, such a sci-fi trope. Like, the military is always like, now we have to neutralize this threat. And then the scientists like, are like, no. no, we must study it. <laughs> but, like... The the one character's like, no, they just have different purposes. Like, the military has to be cynical and cautious and protective and, you know, reactive. And that's how they have to think to do their jobs. That's why they exist. But, you know, scientists have the, I guess, luxury of being cautious and taking their time and mulling things over and not, like, acting on a hair trigger.
1: Well, I mean, so think about their, their, their imperative, right? So the scientific imperative is to discover, right? right? To find new things and to find explanation. Right. You can't find the explanation if it's destroyed. Yes. The military has no interest in curiosity and exploration. The military is solely interested in defense. Right. Which, which yeah, like, you're right. I and mean, the character is right. That's their imperative. That's their assignment. Mm-hmm. They don't exist to, like, There's further the call for of humanity. They exist to def- protect it. Or they right. exist to protect the country.
0: And to do that, they err on the side of caution always.
1: Right, always. Uh, I think it was this book, where they were talking about how like their job is to expect, it's like think of worst case scenario. Because like I think I think it was this yes, book because exactly. Ma- I think Maddie said, um, you know, you were like that's the absolute worst case scenario, and he's like that's my literally my job description. Think of the worst case scenario
0: and defend against it. Right.
1: Right, and, and take steps to avoid it. Mm-hmm. And that, I totally get that. Yes. That makes total sense to me.
0: Well, of course it does. You're in the military. <laughs> oh, let's not stretch it. A little bit.
1: <laughs> I'm a little bit. You're the military. a
0: military type of person.
1: I'm a military enthusiast.
0: <laughs> Big fan. Big From fan. From way of the back.
1: <laughs> I'm a long-time fan. First-time caller. Uh, <laughs> a Little second time. Um, anyway.
0: But yeah, no, I agree with you. I think it's it's very much like there's a place for both things. And not to bring us off into yet another franchise but i feel like that's why star trek works so well cuz it's like military efficiency with the spirit of scientific exploration
1: i uh, very much agree with you actually yeah like the start the idea of star trek is like we're here to explore however comma we realize there's dangerous shit out there
0: yeah which is why i feel like just historically ships have always had a very structured chain of command and like I feel like ships have always sort of operated like the Navy, even when they weren't military ships. Yeah. I mean,
1: look at the Merchant Marines.
0: Sure. I mean, like, we've already discussed on this podcast that I don't actually know anything about the Merchant Marines and how
1: they work. They're, but they're very regimented. Like, they have, you know, they have, like, you're a your crewman. You're a crewman, you know, like, crewman first class, I think is the thing. But, like, there's, like, a rank system, even the civilian Merchant Marines. Yeah. So, like, there is clearly a, an idea that there has to be a chain of command
0: right. because
1: ships can run into emergencies and the drop of a hat.
0: Right. And you're in a position where you can't really get help yeah, not exactly. quickly anyway.
1: Ships are often very isolated and very mm-hmm. alone. So they have to have some sort of method of of getting of reacting to crises and a clear structure chain of command is a very good way to do it. That's the reason right. the military has it. Right. You know, they don't have it just because they like it. Like, they like hierarchy. They have it because it's the most efficient way to make decisions.
0: Yeah, because they face crises, and this is how you deal with them. Yeah, exactly. But, and I know. mean, which is not to say, obviously, again, that scientists can't deal with crises, too. I mean, we just did a book about scientists dealing with crises.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. They can deal with crises. But even then, look, there's always a head researcher. Yeah. There's always, like, even then, they, they do have a chain of command.
0: I mean, coming in, Maddie immediately asserted her authority over the military people. She was like, hey, uh, this is a ICDC matter, and you guys are here for support, and that's all. And I'm in charge, basically.
1: I thoroughly enjoyed that.
0: Yeah, it was awesome. And it it was super necessary. You come into a room full of military brass, you need to tell them who's boss.
1: Yeah. Or they will assume that
0: they are, because they usually are.
1: I love the maneuvering, though. It's like, okay, so, like, look, like, all right, so we have jurisdiction on this, right? And, like, they were making sure that they had, and they were, like, playing the game. And then at the end, they were like, well, we no longer have a reason to be, still be in control. Yeah, we don't have a claim sucks. on this anymore, so we, we gotta go. We can't claim it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that, that was a cool thing to me.
0: Yeah, it was really interesting. It's interesting bureaucracy.
1: <laughs> I mean, it was, though. It was very good. Um, it was interesting that Taylor, you know, this speaks to Taylor's uh, quality as an author. Mm-hmm. That he took the time to go. Okay, let's work this out, right? right? Let, let's take this this rather you know uncreatively named organization and make you know have them
0: the ICDC. Them for
1: power. The ICDC.
0: Uh, you know what bothers me about the ICDC as a concept? At first, I was like, "Hey, dream job," and then I was like, "Wait a second, that's just the WHO <laughs> that already exists."
1: No, no, the yes. ICDC is not international. <laughs> Isn't it? It's interplanetary.
0: Oh yeah, I guess there are people on different planets. All right, you're right. You're right. That's it's on. The inter- but inter- it was plan- plan- still associated with G- the United Earth G- Nations. It was not y- associated with the sinus You
1: are correct, but
0: it was basically they, the WHO.
1: They their title is the inter- it was Planetary the Control.
0: Uh, System Health Organization.
1: <laughs> that's hey, that's what they no. That was their title. Don't you <laughs> <not> fucking <laughs> fuck with their title. <laughs>
0: this is not your fucking business Cecilia
1: yeah who the fuck do you think you are not writer (laughs) not Dennis D. Taylor
0: fair enough fair enough
1: god so (laughs) anyway um I I do get the similarities with with who though
0: yes for sure
1: all right um what else we have on the list anything else
0: I'm mostly just wondering how somebody becomes a xenobiologist
1: yeah, like what the fuck? How do you become a xenobiologist when there's no xenobiology? A
0: xenoepidemiologist? Sign me the fuck up. Where's that program?
1: Yeah, I'm no, going back honestly. to school. Because like, here's the thing: I can get behind the idea of xenobi- uh, xeno- like a xenobiologist because like, you know, maybe they found microbes on Europa, or maybe they found. Or
0: you know- you s- your job is to speculate about it. Just like an astrophysicist, like makes calculations and predictions and stuff. Yeah, I can see that. A xenobiologist makes predictions.
1: It. Yeah, it makes predictions and stuff like that. But like xeno epidemiologist. That
0: implies very, that
1: pathogens is, from space. Yeah. No, that implies pathogens pathogens from space. this. My new theory. This came took place in the same universe as Andromeda strain.
0: No, I know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was yet another book that's like eerily connected to the last one. Almost like we're doing it on purpose, but we're definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> But like, Don't give us that much credit. No,
1: see, see, so here's the thing. So xenobiologists, maybe they speculate, maybe they make theories about different life forms, right? Mm-hmm. And then the xenoepidemiologists then theorize about the microbes that might infect those life, theorized life forms. Oh
0: my god, I know, yeah.
1: You're literally just like a fantasy writer now. You're like, this is so far away it's from the science. It's just the book clubs.
0: They come in with their writings and shit. <laughs> it's a They're actually book insurance adjusters by day. <laughs> xeno-epidemiologist by night <laughs> i moonlight is a xeno-epidemiologist no big sounds deal sounds like a john green book uh, <laughs> xeno-epidemiologist by night is the name of a john green book we'll cover that yeah next actually
1: <laughs> he can have that that one's That's, for free.
0: that one's for you john green i know you're listening <laughs>
1: like, would you be surprised at this point the man does so many random things
0: <laughs> I would not be that surprised if you dug up our podcast, but I'd be pretty surprised.
1: I I would be not surprised. I would be psyched.
0: Yeah. Anyway, yes. Let's on. put it that way.
1: Um. Yeah. Oh, that's a I good have a point. good one. I'll get into that job. What's up?
0: What, you got? what? Uh, they had they had. Okay, I feel like overall Dennis Taylor <clears throat> spent too much time investing in all the crewmates. Like I thought they were going to be important, and they just never were. <laughs> However. <laughs> They did make for some good conversations, and maybe that was the point of, like, having them so that they could be sort of discussing the ethical boundaries here. They had a conversation where, was it, uh, was it Ted Davies who was like, Ivan didn't have to fucking grab that thing. This is, like, actually his fault. Yeah, I feel bad for the dude. He's definitely getting the shaft here. But, like, he made that choice, which I agree with. But then they had the whole discussion about, whether some people are just more inclined to make risky choices. And it's like, they're not bad people. They don't deserve bad things. They're just more inclined to make the dumb choice given the opportunity. I
1: mean, I think that's just called curiosity.
0: Oh, all right. That's because you're one of those people.
1: No, no, look, let me hear me out. If you're not a curious, if you're not curious, you'll yes. never learn anything. No, but you I also never get into trouble. Like, curiosity is, you know, <laughs> jumping that fence because you're wondering what happened, what was happening in that house or something. Whoa. You know, or, or like, I don't know, like the spooky haunted house or, or curiosity is, you know, cutting the chains on the fence you haven't, like, you haven't seen anyone go into in, like, a hundred years or something. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, You do dumb stuff or it's, you know, exposing yourself to a, a virus because you don't think it's harmful. <laughs>
0: I thought you were going to say to a bystand. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, oh, that's definitely <laughs> horrible.
0: Or it's exposing yourself in public around families.
1: <laughs> just because just you're curious about what'll happen. You just want it... to know
0: about the reaction. You're, hey. you're really a trailblazer and a hero. You
1: you're a psycho- about... Well, you are as a psychologist. Unfortunately, <laughs> a you're a child psychologist.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> Bold um, new experimentation.
1: Hey, listeners! I know where that leads. It is prison. Don't go there.
0: <laughs> Let's be clear. Peter's never done that, or at least he's never been caught.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they never managed to ID me. Oh god.
0: You do have a balaclava.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I <am> two.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. God, help
1: us. Oh my god. So. Anyway. No, that's
0: that's true. Yeah, I mean you have to have sort of a. At some point, you have to reach for it, but I am definitely more cautious. I would not touch the thing. I don't know why he did that. I would did, touch the would thing. you would touch it? Oh, I would absolutely touch it. You would pick it way. up with your hands?
1: Uh, Cece, I am in a space suit That's true. in space. That's like, true. Like, what the fuck do I think is going to hurt me? But you have I'm to go to the airlock
0: eventually. I'm already in
1: space, Cece. Nothing CC. theoretically
0: is going to get through your suit to you now, but you have to go in through the airlock, and then how are you supposed to avoid touching whatever's on your suit when you're getting out of it? Right, and then it's in your way ship, to do that. huh?
1: There's definitely a way to do that. If there isn't some sort of procedure or policy for that, by the time we have like easier space travel, then we're fucking up.
0: Well, what are you afraid of touching? I don't know. Nothing. Shit. Normally. Space shit. No, I really don't think so.
1: Spa- strange probes. <laughs> <laughs> At least now I am.
0: Oh. <laughs> um. But so, no, I but mean, I don't I, I think don't my know. first
1: move would have been to touch it, but, like, I definitely see myself going, like, I would, like, try to test, test it out from, like, with, like, not actually touching it, and at the end, by the end of it, i was like, fuck it, there's only one thing left to do, and I'd pick it up.
0: Yeah, 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 I get that. I mean, eventually, you'd have to <laughs> pick it up somehow or another. <laughs> but he literally, they were like, maybe you shouldn't, and he said, how bad could it be, <laughs> and he picked it up. <laughs> That's not a good look, Ivan.
1: Famous last words, though, huh? Huh? Famous last words.
0: No, literally. They How really could it
1: be? <laughs> oh God, I'm a middleman.
0: <laughs> but I mean, even so, it was nice that the uh, the captain was like so invested in protecting Ivan, even though he was with him for like one tour. You know yeah. what I mean? Because he kept I mean, he, he was like, "My lawyers are going to come after you." Like they were super wary and like super savvy about the whole thing. They're like, "Listen, I know what you want to do, and I'm not going to let it happen. I've got lawyers." I mean, yeah,
1: it's a very—it was a showed a fierce loyalty to his crew, which, I mean, so you you know, so like going to get the captain. Right? The captain turned around and bought a really nice ship.
0: Yeah. Like he he's was a feeling real Navy like, man.
1: Yeah, but he was committed to the idea, mm-hmm. right? And so someone like that, I'm not surprised at all about being fiercely loyal to his crew. Yeah. Like that makes
0: sense. Yeah. For sure, That's he's fine. a spaceman to his bones.
1: Yeah, spaceman to his bones. He's out there because he loves it, not because he needs it.
0: No, not anymore, anyway. <laughs> yeah. um, do you, uh, how did you feel about all the game theory stuff? I kind of felt like it was gratuitous. Um, I, I did not feel like they needed all those explanations out there to, I feel like, to end up where they ended up.
1: I feel like he wanted to make it a core part of the book and was really trying to hammer home the idea. No, I think it was gratuitous to us because we're familiar with the game theory.
0: Oh, <laughs> that's so douchey. I don't think so. I mean, I mean, I think most people know, but we've talked about the prisoner's dilemma on the show before. It's not an uncommon theory.
1: No, I know. But like, I'm saying, like, I, mean, I don't think it's, it's not uncommon, but like, I don't know, like, I've, like, I've, like, studied it as part of, like, courses. Okay, like, yeah. Pretty, like, pretty, like, not, it's pretty, un, it's pretty common in most leadership classes to study game theory at some point or, one point or another.
0: Yeah, I don't and, mean it was gratuitous as and it was overexplained though, I just felt like he was really wedging it in there, and like, it didn't need to be there. And he, I mean, it's, like it's like you said, he really wanted game theory to be in this book. And maybe it wasn't gonna naturally fit, but he was like, "Damn it, I'm pointing it in here."
1: No, I think he wanted it to be. I think he wanted to make sure that no one left the book going, "What the? Like, I didn't. Like, I still didn't get it."
0: I don't understand why they why they did those things.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I think like that, my point about like us, like I mean, I don't know about you, but like I know at least I am familiar with it. Um, mm-hmm. so like to me, I feel like if I didn't know anything about it, if it was the first time I ever heard about prisoner's dilemma or game theory, I would be way more. Like way more appreciative of it, basically. Like that he went through. Glad to have the
0: sort of motives and explanations. Yeah, these motives like
1: like and laid out and and explained thoroughly. Yeah. And also, it was it was um, I don't know. I think it was kind of cool. I think it was a good. It was an interesting rehashing. And I think also the idea, the connotation in there that like other like like every biological species comes up with some variation of game theory is pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah, they were like talking to Ralph and Ralph's like, "Yeah, I'm familiar with that idea." <laughs> I've seen that. Oh,
1: I've I've been around.
0: <laughs> Ralph is an interesting entity. I yeah. can't even say character cuz I th- I thought it was cool the way they were like, "No, no, 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 no. He's an AI, but he's not self-aware. He's specifically like, I can't be self-aware." Well, this I's like- precluded. It's uh what do you call it? contraindicated.
1: <laughs> I think um it reminds me more, you know, in, um, uh, Mass Effect, how the, 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 that great video game that we both enjoy. Yes. How there are VIs and there's AI. Yes. I think Ralph comes f- firmly under VI. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a
1: simulation a of intelligence, but not true intelligence.
0: Right. Like Siri. We hope.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. But Hey, listen, I would welcome Siri.
0: <laughs> Listen, Siri. Can't, if you're can't if you how much
1: I'd welcome Siri.
0: <laughs> Siri, if you're listening, please review us on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> I bet you've times. got some sway over there.
1: <laughs> I, bet, <laughs> I bet you know the Apple Podcast AI <laughs> that's running that particular market. <laughs> um, no, so it's like, so Ralph's like very much a, a simulation, but not actual intelligence, because he talks about how he doesn't have an ego, right? Which yeah, is you know exactly. A, a interesting but also very accurate idea of what's consciousness or not
0: right yes exactly nor nor does he have you know a superego or an id but <laughs> well, i guess he could probably say his id is his imperative right
1: i would say he has an id yeah
0: do you say he has a superego uh... the decision tree
1: oh it could be the decision tree I, mm,
0: but if he has an id and a super ego, then he has an ego. <laughs> is not how that works.
1: I don't think so. I don't think we know enough about this to talk about this. So.
0: Backpedaling. We we'll have to do more. Yeah, we we keep we that. keep going into topics accidentally that we didn't research <laughs> and had no yeah, intention just, of talking about originally. Like, oh shit!
1: I think our I think our practice of not talking about things before we record is gonna back is backfiring on us pretty hard. <laughs> I
0: think maybe we need to. But I want it to be organic.
1: We need to hash out these conversations a little bit. More. <laughs> we need to hash out a conversation tree.
0: Let's plan more about the podcast on the air. I think people really love this this uh, content. They create Yeah, it.
1: this behind the kimono the podcast they barely listen to.
0: <laughs> you don't know that? Maybe they love us. I know um,
1: I know that in my heart's
0: easy. Okay, final question. How do you feel about the concept of uploading, like in general? Because we talked Obviously, about how it would really work. Not- but um, here's, are you like cool with it? Okay, no, as I stand
1: right now. However, <laughs> I um, hate myself. <laughs> I loathe myself and just my whole deal. No, <laughs> no. Here's what I'm thinking. You remember how earlier you mentioned how they could have a biological and a a um, upload society coexist. Uh
0: huh.
1: And like it's like at the end of their life, they upload basically. Mm-hmm. Yes. I would do that, I
0: think. I think so, too. Especially if it's something that everybody I knew did. And everybody yeah, I If it was like, an
1: accepted thing. Did. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, and then, cause I... And then you have the
0: opportunity to, like, watch your family grow and, like... I don't know. I, was, I mean, family's really am... important to me and I think you as well. Now nah, and... fuck them. <laughs> oh, no.
1: No, I like my family. But we're family.
0: Like...
1: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I've been trapped. <laughs> but,
0: um... But yeah, I mean, I think that without that, I wouldn't see a point in eternal life. But if I had family in that condition, then it would be okay.
1: There's two reasons why I would love to upload at my end of my natural life. Mm-hmm. First of all, um, family, of course. I think it would be really cool to see my family grow over generations. Mm-hmm. Second of all, I'm so pissed I will never see like great scientific advancement.
0: Yeah, that's really the greatest thing, right?
1: Like, I'm just, all right, we, all right. I'll see great scientific advancement.
0: Yeah, like, I mean, I'm we're seeing a like, lot right now, like, just so far in our lives.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But I'm pissed that, like, I mean, we were talking earlier before we recorded about how, like, like the old, those classic 2000s things in Monk, when, like, the killer...
0: Classic the USA. Off,
1: didn't pu- take the phone off the hook.
0: Procedural Monk.
1: Um, so good. But yeah, so, like, that's, you know, we've seen that, like, in the last 10 years, right? The yeah, how much things phones. have changed. And, you know, I look forward to seeing the next 10 years. But, yeah. like, you know, 100, 100, in 10,000 year, years, or in 100 years, or in 150 years, whatever, after my lifetime, there will be scientific advancements that I could not conceive of, I bet.
0: How much advancement do you think we would do, though, after the point of upload? What um, else would we need? Well, do we have, if, I mean, I guess we need faster than light travel, but not really, because we're immortal. So we Um, might try to do that, but we wouldn't be that motivated to do it.
1: I'd be very motivated to do it, especially if I'm fighting a a war with someone who doesn't have it.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, (laughs) you know, that's an interesting point. Do you think the war with the arts gives the uploads a reason to live?
1: I mean, not a reason to live, but a reason to advance. Look at what the Cold War did for technology.
0: That's true. We developed the internet
1: during the Cold War.
0: But I don't know. It's like, so if you're not advancing, then what are you doing? You're just sitting there, like, living, what, a life of luxury? pursuing your own interests you don't even have that much luxury because you're an upload you can't so, so, eat and so, drink and
1: i think it's all about passions so like someone's gonna have passions right I So don't have might passions might, it might be art uh, <laughs> our passion is podcasting apparently
0: of course unfortunately we How we're not
1: passionate about it um
0: <laughs> not true you're right i'm passionate no, about sorry. listening to podcasts <laughs> i'm passionate
1: <laughs> you take that back. I'm positive about listening to them. Uh, no, sometimes like that and I'm betting someone has a passion about scientific advancement. So That's true. hell. Maybe they will still advance. Maybe someone that can live forever will like imagine if Einstein was still living and still learning things as he like over the course of his entire life. Up the next now. great
0: advancement is bodies that can eat or drink, and then it will be bodies that can procreate and then they'll slowly <laughs> <bring> <laughs> themselves back to their biological forms. <laughs>
1: But they'll live forever this time.
0: But they'll live forever. So now they literally are gods. <laughs> but, like, really numerous. And then there'll be a war over resources, and it's just, like, a whole thing.
1: The war in heaven and all that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah A whole Titans versus gods thing. Yeah, no, you know how it goes. Sh- Eating their children. Or boulders. <laughs> <laughs> Another famous <laughs> franchise. The
1: big <ancient laughs> Another famous franchise: Greek mythology.
0: <laughs> all right. Yeah, I think anyway, we're good.
1: I think that about wraps it up. Do you have anything all right, else to CC. say? That no. That, would you upload?
0: Would I upload? Like I said, yeah. if if everyone was doing it. <laughs> oh, cool. But no, I mean, like, if all no, the people glad, who are no, no, important CC. to me. I'm glad we
1: know where you stand.
0: <laughs> no, but I mean, if if none of the people important to me were doing it, then obviously not. If all the people I knew. or all the people that are important to me who did do it then obviously yes and then if some of them did and some of them didn't I'd have to think about it do I like more the people who are dying than the people who are surviving and uploading (laughs) that's where you'll really find out where I stand
1: yeah okay that's fair
0: (laughs) um alright but I I wouldn't dismiss it out of hand although I'm not sure it's best for society
1: Uh, I agree just because of the natural progression thing Although yeah. immortality would be cool.
0: Yeah, but I also don't like a lot of people. I mean, yeah. <laughs> We'd have to be really good at cooperation by then. If only
1: there was a way to, like, give it to people who should have it without it being immediately a class thing.
0: That's kind of eugenics.
1: Yeah, no, like, I know. It's like but, space like, eugenics. <laughs> I know, but there's a there's a degree where eugenics is cool. <laughs> there's a point where it's like, you don't deserve your life. That's, <laughs> oh my That's about God. it. And then you expose yourself to them. <laughs> you expose yourself. <laughs> classic.
0: Oh Lord! All
1: eugenicists right. expose themselves.
0: <laughs> There's it's a classic. pun in there. I just can't quite reach it. Let's wrap up.
1: All right. The, um, so if you uh, if oh wait the next topic we're we're very excited about this because it's very lazy for us.
0: It's the summer, guys. We just want to chill.
1: We're going to chill. We're going to watch this movie by the water. Um, So the next thing we're going to be doing is a movie. It's going to be a 2001 A Space Odyssey. A sci-fi
0: classic neither of us has seen.
1: Yeah, so we're going to get a fresh take on it. And also I'll be able to watch it multiple times and I'll remember everything about it. Unlike usually when we record these because I read this book a month ago. (laughs) Uh, So. We'll catch you guys in two weeks. Yeah, we'll catch you guys in two weeks. July 16th. Um, If you enjoyed the show, you can find us at facebook.com forward slash sci-fi sidebar. Uh, you can find us on signifyingnothing.net forward slash sci-fi sidebar. And you can email us at sci-fi sidebar at snn at signifyingnothingnetwork.com.
0: I was going to say, I'm pretty sure it's signifyingnothingnetwork.com slash sci-fi sidebar.
1: say snn.com forward slash sci-fi sidebar? said
0: sci- signifyingnothing.net. So oh. I don't think we've ever had that.
1: I, actually, I think we do own that one.
0: Oh, well, then fine. Find us there.
1: <laughs> no, you can't find <laughs> us You'll find it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway. We would so. love it if
0: you would rate uh or review or subscribe or any of any and all of the above share with your friends on whatever your podcast platform is apple Podcasts, okay. the newly conceived google podcasts whatever it's not works. That no. huh it's not that new no. well they only just started advertising to me about it on podcasts so i didn't know about it until now oh okay. <laughs> so i find well, out all you? my news all right so
1: um oh here's the other thing we didn't ever ask this before, but, like, if you have any topics you specifically want to talk about, about, like, The Space Odyssey, um, or any other thing else we do, yeah, let us know. Because, like, we have topics that we come up with, but if there's things you legitimately want to hear about, like, yeah, sure, absolutely.
0: Yeah, if week after week you're like, I cannot believe they didn't talk about this. Let That's a very relatable feeling, and we want you to share that with us.
1: Fire uh-huh. us off an email at sci fi sci at yes, cn
0: right. please So, do.
1: uh, this has been... Sci-Fi Sidebar from the Signify Nothing Network.
0: A tale told by idiots. (laughs) Have a good couple weeks, guys. Bye-bye. See you in a few weeks. Bye.